now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello and welcome to Shout Out. I'm Andy Shelton. And I'm Steffi Barnard. Today on the show... Uh, in the heartbreaking story, we talk to uh, Lucretia, is that how you say it? Who's it in a refugee camp in uh, Kakuma in Kenya. Escaping from Uganda and searching for freedom, we'll be bringing you the feature-length interview. Uh, plus, they were first ever guests on Shout Out. The Shout Out are listeners' awards winners and they kick off the main stage at Bristol Pride every year. Sing out Bristol. Live in the studio. Or today here on Shout Out. I did it for you there this week. Thank you, Mr. Starr. You're not getting any more shekels for that contribution. (laughs) (laughs) If only I got. Don't even get a slap around the face with a wet fish, do I? For uh, <laughs> doing all that I do for shouting. Could be organised. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Payment for community radio stations. So a slap. In kind. Um, feature length one today. It is. Huge. Yes, yeah. Um, very, very, very sad story. And uh, so, you know, I mm. think is is it is a hard listen. It made me cry. First interview I've ever done that made me cry. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite um quite powerful and uh and they're so strong you know yeah. you cannot believe what they have to go through well i'm, I'm sure we're going to hear it in a minute so yeah. um yeah. But, but yeah no it's very emotional well we don't normally do interviews this long but i mean you said that this is i mean this is, this one's over 20 minutes so we're normally around about 12 ish and you said this this was down from an hour so yeah gosh well yeah, yeah. on so, a lighter note can i say a eid Mubarak to yes. all our yeah. Muslim listeners and to LGBTQIA plus Muslims everywhere and their allies because I think tomorrow or tonight is the feast of Eid al-Adha, which is the sweet Eid it's known as. And I've seen many uh, Muslim people through Bristol walking in their finery, going to mosques. I put that out on our social media with a rainbow flag as a backdrop. And for those that that don't know what it means, it's the end of... um, Oh, no, 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 no. This is different from the other Eid, which is... uh, Which is... At the end of Ramadan, this Eid uh, is um, characterised by um, sacrificing an animal and sharing it with your family and friends. There's lots of sweets consumed oh. as well. Um, yeah, it's known as the Sweet Eid, Sweet and it's Eid. the second most uh, holy festival in the Islamic calendar. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh. yeah. So, so well, if you're celebrating, have a, have a good evening. Yes. Um, but yeah, so, so we um, does this need an introduction or does it introduce itself? No, it pretty much introduces itself. Oh, okay, well let's um, um, go to Block 13, Zone 2. Around the world currently, there's a lot of LGBTQI people being persecuted and, and a lot of us follow the news, probably mainly in, in the States and around Europe, but... I guess most persecution happens around the Middle East and across Africa. And um, I'm joined by Lucretia. Um, uh, hello, is it good afternoon where you are? Yep, it's just seven minutes past 12 noon. Okay. And I've... it's a cold, cold afternoon here. 
Okay. Now, um, if you just introduce yourself and what what you're doing and the city that you're in and the country and and what you've set up. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Stephanie. Um, hello, shout out listeners. Hello, shout out fans. Hello, world. Hello, Europe. Hello, hello, USA. Hello, hello, everyone. Um, right here, right here in the studios, the studios virtually for shout out. Um, I'm Lucretia. Lucretia is my name. I'm a transgender woman, an activist, and a minister. All that, a refugee, a refugee in Kenya, a Ugandan refugee who fled three years back, living in Kenya now, seeking asylum. Not because of wars, not because of anything, but because of my sexuality. That's why I had to to become a refugee. And that's who I am. I'm an activist. I'm a human rights defender. Not by choice, but by circumstances. Do you feel safer in, in Kenya? Is it quite a safe country to be LGBTQIA? Um, for the fact that for the fact that Kenya is an African country, for the fact that Kenya Kenya is a is a country that that still that still believing in culture, in cultural norms. Um, very diverse with 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 um with beliefs, with several beliefs, with religions, with um with several tribes. Probably, probably all those they are ha- they are all having several ideologies, several several perspectives about homosexuality, and all those perspectives, those ideologies, they tend out to be negative and against homosexuality. Mm. And that brings us to the fact that Kenya as a country is not safe. However much we all landed in situations that we realized that sometimes that the neighboring country that fleeing, that crossing borders from Uganda to the neighboring country to seek asylum at that moment could save our lives because that's that's the situation that we all landed in that forced us to leave our country. We were all in a situation that that fleeing, that crossing borders would save our lives just that. But we knew that the country we are going in is just like Uganda. But at that moment, crossing the borders was the solution. But we knew it that however much we are crossing borders, however much that we are going to Kenya, then things won't be so different from mm. what we are fleeing from. But we had nothing to do. We still had to do that. Mm. Now, one of the, the bastion countries in, in the continent of, of Africa is um, South uh, South Africa, I guess, because um, LGBTQIA seem to have quite a lot of uh, positive rights in that country and to a lesser extent Namibia. Um, would you think about going south? Um, Steffi, we, we are coming to realization that um, that all African countries, most, most some of the African countries, a few of them like Namibia, South Africa, that are trying that are trying their best um, to include to include LGBT people in their in their to be to be protected by the constitution of the country. They are just ending in books. They're just ending in, uh, in, 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 in the National Gazette that you shouldn't discriminate an LGBT. You shouldn't beat, you shouldn't persecute an LGBT. You shouldn't persecute anyone because of their gender, because of their sexuality. That stops in the country's constitution. But down on ground, down on ground, we are finding, we are finding transgenders being, being killed. 
in 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 in, in um being killed in South Africa, being killed in Cape Town, being killed in jo in Joburg, being killed in 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 Guatek, everywhere. We are finding lots of lots of lesbians lesbians getting raped and killed because of their genders because of who they express to be. So we are find, we are coming to realization that um as long as it's Africa on ground down there in communities down there on on shops that you're going to buy that you're going to buy salt on those stores that you're going to buy that you're going to buy some petty things you're going to find persecutions and homophobic experiences there however much the constitution protects you so okay. we are still finding it not safe we are having we're having folks who are running out from Kakuma refugee camp trying to flee to other african countries thinking that they would find safety there and most of them are running to south africa down to south africa through through kenya through tanzania through zambia through mozambique through through namibia and then they land into 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 south africa but they are still complaining of the same okay others are running from uganda direct direct to south africa due to the due to the current current recent signed anti-gay anti-gay bill into law they're running to, to south africa but still they are finding it unsafe um, do you find it quite easy to keep in touch with other groups like yours in Kenya, um, with other groups and people um, who are in Uganda and want to get out of Uganda or want to travel south to um, what they perceive maybe as a safer South Africa? But as you were alluding to, it's not that safe on the, on the ground. So you've got a group in Kenya. Do, do your groups interact with other groups in the different countries? Thank you so much, Sefi. Um, Sefi, we are we are we are also coming to realization that we don't have anyone to count on. We don't have anyone else to count on. We just have ourselves. We just have our own selves. We our own selves. We the kuchus. We the queers. No matter our status, the citizens, the refugees, the asylum seekers, we have our own selves to comfort ourselves, to stand in solidarity with ourselves, to show love to ourselves. So by all means. We are finding ourselves that we are, we are, we are, we are contacting. We are in contact with other several groups. We are having groups in Zambia, refugee groups in Zambia, from Uganda, from Burundi, from Congo. They're in Zambia. They are in Sudan. They're in Ethiopia. They're in so they they are in they are in Egypt. They're in South Africa. They are in Mozambique, and we are all in contact with them. And we are trying to keep that solidarity amongst the the continent so that we can. We can see how to build a strong, strong community, not as only refugees, but as citizens. We are getting solidarity from Kenyan, from Kenyan, from Kenyan, from Kenyan queer, queer citizens. We are getting solidarity from from Ugandans back at home that we fled from. We are getting solidarity from them because we feel like and we understand that we have only ourselves. And before counting on anyone else, then we should first count on our own selves. Mm. I have to care on what's happening on 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 the group in in South Africa. I have to care on what's happening in the group in in, in Sudan. I have to care at what's happening in the group in Uganda, and they have to care at what's happening at, to us right now in Kakuma refugee camp. So we're in contact. We're in contact. We're in solidarity. And do you find that um, religion, primarily Christianity, is an issue to the belief system um, across uh, most countries in Africa? religion religion as religion it's one of the fundamental the fundamental factors that have played a very big wonderful role to see that lgbti are killed 
you see that LGBT are painted and decorated with scars on their bodies for for stones. Religion is 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 is, is taking a, a wonderful a wonderful role in in recruiting in recruiting homosexuals and and queers into several conversion therapy programs that are so so deadly. So the fact is, Christ, not just Christianity, not just Christianity as as a religion, but thinking of religions. Africa is full of several religions. Even uh, I can, you, you, you can, you can, you can imagine that tomorrow, yesterday, yesterday and tomorrow, there there's going to be a birth of new other religion. But religions, religions are doing a wonderful role, a very wonderful role. I'm calling it wonderful because they're really doing it. I'm calling it wonderful because they are really hitting it harder. Their target is hitting. Mm. Because look, when Kakuma refugee camp, suffering all what we are going through because of religion, we are still facing what we are facing right now because of religion, because of Christianity, because of because of Islam, mm. because of whatever you can think of. Most of us were, 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 were and we are still subjected under conversion therapies by religion, by churches, by pastors, by reverends, by bishops. Mm. We have been prayed for. We have been we have been asked to fast, to fast for forty days, for ten days, for twenty days, so that we can convert. We are getting churches in Kakuma refugee camp that are holding that are holding prayer sessions specifically to pray for LGBT in Kakuma refugee camp to change. Mm. Yeah. To change from whom from from who they are to something they want to they want us to be, and all that is perpetuating violence. It's perpetuating violence from 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 the community. Yet they think that they are they they are, they are cleansing the community. Yet they are perpetuating violence in the community to get and to have more lives killed, mm. to have more lives, to have more lives commit suicide because of stigma and trauma and depression and anxieties. So the fact is, Christianity, Islam, other religions are doing a very big 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 role. Okay. Where are you at the moment with your organization? Is it quite large? Are you attracting lots of people that that you would make feel safe? I, I won't call it an organization. We don't registered. We are we are we are an initiative. It's a it's a it's a okay. grassroots initiative. Yeah. Um it's not attracting it's not attracting masses in the camp because on ground we are not so many. Um, Kakuma refugee camp is a home of 250,000 refugees right now across the world. And amongst, amongst that number, we are just like 1,800 queer refugees. And you find yourself that, that our initiative is not collecting masses on ground, but at least um, the awareness we are trying to create on international level, um, on social medias, on medias like like um, like Shout Out Radio that have come out to give us a platform to create awareness about what we are going through, we are creating and we are we are we are we are we are attracting masses to come to come and stand in solidarity with us to advocate for us to to demand and to request for those for those that are that are that are mandated to protect us to stand. To their mandate so yeah we are attracting we are attracting masses on social media on platforms online 
because that's what we that's what we are left with that's what we are left with but on ground we are such a small number now we've just been joined by someone um can you introduce yourself to the listeners thank you Steffi. Uh, hey listeners i'm kenan gant uh, from kokma camp about 13. yeah i live with my sister lucretia uh, as has she said as as she has, she has said uh we are a small group here but we are doing our best to amplify our voices to the world we, we refuse to stay, to stay silent though we are being silenced we, are, we we believe that we are here to stay and we ain't going anywhere thank you Steffi. that's strong words and really nice to hear that you can find that inner strength and no you're not alone you've got the rest of the world's lgbtqia um population right behind you do you come from uganda as well yes i come from uganda okay yeah how did you find that growing up when you were a kid did you have to hide your inner self actually at first um i was hiding it but um when i came out of the closet um that's when uh, i had problems uh, from my family to the community until when i ran from you come from uganda it was really horrible for me do you feel safer now where you are i won't say that it's i'm safe because the situations we are going through here is really horrible here it's even worse than uh, the situations in uganda now the situation i was going in uganda but here it's worse because we've gone through hell we've gone through hell in our asylum yeah. though kenya it's the only country here in the east african region that welcomes lgbti folks where do you see yourself going where would you like to be in say a year's time all i want to be uh, i want to I want, I want to be in a free in, in a free world um where i can exercise my my rights and freedom where i can marry my partner you know where i, I can pursue my career because i personally i want to be a registered nurse mm. you know okay so i want to go back to school so here we are limited that's what that's what i really want how does yeah. kenya treat you as as a citizen so take away the fact that you're lgbtqia we are being discriminated you know because everywhere you everywhere, everywhere you move they know you're you, you're gay they know this one is a transgender because where we where are we staying at block 13 all over the camp they know all over the camp all over in the camp they know that everyone coming from block 13 is an lgbti okay so you can't take you can't take it away from them and they normally say we are cousins so it's really difficult for us yes mm. like to get a job you know lucretia back to you um looking forward to um the help that you're giving to others um stuffy at a times at times i personally i personally feel stuck we have been in this for the past i personally have been in this for the past three years others for five years others seven years stuck in such a situation we have tried our best to create awareness we have tried our best to request and demand for our rights as refugees as refugees first of all 
not even as LGBT refugees, but as refugees. But we have failed. We have tried to advocate for LGBT rights because we all believe that LGBT rights are human rights and LGBT refugee rights are human rights. We have tried to advocate for that. We have tried to, re to remind that to UNHCR and all those that are, that, that, are, that, are, that are meant to protect us. But still, it's all in vain. For the past three years, Steffi, we have lost lives. Steffi, within this struggle, within this campaign, within this initiative, we have lost lives. We have witnessed bodies. We have witnessed our fellows, our fellows that you that were drinking with and eating with on the same plate yesterday, and tomorrow, tomorrow night, his band, lively band, set on fire. His body is set on fire, and his body blazes on fire. And after one month, he died. We have all seen it in the camp. We have been ourselves cut with machetes, cut. Someone comes with a machete, pulls it out and cuts you for being who you are. We have been stunned. We have been brutalized. We have been discriminated. We have went to camp hospitals and we have been denied services. We have went to humanitarian, to humanitarian offices in Kakuma refugee camp. And by social workers have been, they have forced us to convert. That's conversion therapy. We have been forced to convert from who we are to what they feel that we need to be. We have faced it all for the past year, Steffi. And I say that we are stuck because nothing has changed. We are still facing the same. Lesbians are being raped. Transgenders being, are, being, are being undressed in public. You could be walking on the, on the market just free, not putting on a dress as a transgender woman, not putting on a dress or anything of a sort of putting on your makeup, but you're trying, you're trying to keep a low profile, you're trying to hide who you are, you're trying to, you're, you're trying to live by their, by their tones. And you find a group of people, a group of refugees, a group of members of host community on the way, and they force you to undress yourself in public so that they can confirm your gender, your genitals. We have had our shelters burnt, burnt down, all down, lost each and everything, burnt down to, to ashes, everything lost in ashes. Just within one night. The reason is because you're who you are. And the fact and the, the unfortunate fact we are finding is that however much you're trying to hide, however much you're trying to to run away from the fact that you're who you are, it still follows you. And however much and, and as long as it still follows you, then persecution still follows you. If you could ask anyone of here to undress themselves. Just a few of us on the call, a few of us who don't even make 0.01 of the percentage of refugees, of queer refugees in the camp, to undress themselves. We all have scars. We're all decorated with scars. Scars of violence. Scars of hate crimes. Our hearts are bleeding with, our hearts are bleeding with, are bleeding with trauma, are bleeding with, with unhealing depressions. Depressions from hate crimes, from hate speeches. And these hate speeches are coming from those whom we are running to. These kinds of hate, hate speeches, these kinds of hate comments are coming from people whom, whom, we, whom we, we have to run to, to request that, hey, I'm facing this and this, can you please help me? Can I ask if there are many suicides, Lucretia, in the camp? Um, as, as a community, as a community, we are trying what we can. We're trying what we can to see that we limit Mm. And we fight, 
at least if someone is to die, let him or her die because of because of a form of attacking him with a machete or with a stone or with a stick or with fire. But we are we said not to anyone to die or to lose a life because of suicide. And we are trying as a community, as representatives, to see that we do outreaches, to see that we do one-on-one -on -one talks with victims, with immediate victims of torture, of violence, so that we we we, we mitigate, we mitigate, we mitigate that immediate ideations of suicide before they try even to attempt. However much we are having more attempting, but we are still trying our best as representatives to see that no one commits suicide in Kakuma refugee camp among the queers. That has ever happened in Nairobi, that was 2020 April, it has ever happened. Um, a, gay man, a gay man committed suicide, rest in peace, Ernest. He was called Ernest Mero. He committed suicide in Nairobi. And ever since then, we said no to that. At least let a homophobe kill, but not our own taking his or her own life. So yes, we are having ideations and attempts, lots of them. Among, especially amongst the transgenders. Yes, yes, I'm here. Um, good morning, everyone. Good afternoon and good evening. Um, this is Fahad, a representative amongst the uh, queer community in Kokomo refugee camp. Um, uh, we, we are having a website. Uh, it is www.freeblock13.com. Um, uh, our email address, uh, it is freeblock13 uh, zone zone two at gmail.com um and and our own very uh twitter handles and a twitter handle too for free block 13 so that's where the world can find us so i'd just like to ask listeners to get in touch with you um so that people can keep in touch with each other um and know that that you're not struggling alone the you know you have a metaphorical hand reaching out to you and helping you and always in our hearts thank you all so much hopefully we're we'll chat to you in a very short while thank you so much for joining shout out thank you so much Steffi, and thank you all listeners <laughs> Shout out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Uh, Sean Paul, got to love you. Alexis Jordan flicking Sean Paul's switch <laughs> as only she can. <laughs> Honestly, you have a way with words. <laughs> I'm special. That we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, nice on that one. And a lo lovely interview as well. Yeah, it's very important. Interview. Yeah, um, I'm, we're going to have them back because there was half a dozen people on that call, uh, on that Zoom call at the same time, and they all wanted, they were desperate for for us to hear their voice. Bless. So, uh, well, let's find out what else is going on in the world with the lovely Terry Star. <laughs> Is Shoutout News. Showing that LGBTQIA plus run businesses can and should link up with non-profits for the betterment of all of us in the community, 
David Lauterstein, representing the gay male fashion and fetish brand Nasty Pig, has published his own views on Pride, noting that with the culture wars ripping America apart, some mainstream corporations have now tried to run away from past support for Pride. He says, well, guess what? That is exactly what we as queer people have had to experience our entire lives. We think we have friends until a bunch of bullies call attention to our queerness, and then suddenly some of our friends abandon us simply for being ourselves. Mega corporations have the privilege to remove queerness from their shelves, but we cannot remove queerness from our souls. We are what, who we are. And we stand up and fight because we do not have a choice. Mr. Lauterstein says, From vicious attacks on trans bodies here in the States to anti-gay legislation being passed in Uganda, the most marginalised members of our LGBTQ plus family are under attack. Therefore, on behalf of our customers, we at Nasty Pig have donated $15,000 to the Ali Forney Centre, an organisation that houses and helps homeless queer youth. This pride, I urge you to do something that benefits a member of our community who is less fortunate than you. We must stick together during these dark times in order to shine the light of our rainbow on the world. ABC Radio in Sydney reports that several Pride-themed events in conservative parts of the country have been delayed or cancelled by local authorities after they have been targeted by neo-fascists and religious extremists. In one case, the right-wingers threatened children attending a life-saving course because the organising club had flown a rainbow flag during Pride Week. According to Lydia Khalil, a research fellow at the Lowy Institute, there has been an uptick in anti-government conspiracy theorists far-right and self-described Christian rights groups targeting grassroots organisations in Australia. They appear to be employing what she called copycat tactics and drawing inspiration from similar groups in the US. Mike Burgess... I beg your pardon, for ASIO, the Australian equivalent of MI5, told ABC News Radio on the 23rd of May that they were monitoring many anti-gay extremist Nazi groups and other ultra-conservatives who were making death threats to various people and causes online. Mr Burgess revealed that there was no evidence to suggest these groups were growing, but that they were becoming emboldened by waves of internet hate. In the case of the neo-Nazi groups, he said, what we worry about is the people who join a group or get drawn into that ideology and are then not satisfied there is no action and go off and do it themselves, he said. The Australian government has, according to ABC, formally proscribed one white supremacist and anti-gay group that wants to dismantle democracy. Several members of the Australian parliament have urged there to be a more focus on the danger from the right and others have called for a more dynamic and vigorous policy to ban and wipe out racist, turf and homophobic organisations across the country. Gay magazine Instinct reports that Josh Kizaka, the frontman for the rock band Greta Van Fleet, came out as gay in an Instagram post last week, writing in part, The greatest mortal gift of all is our capacity to love. The band Greta Van Fleet is approaching 1 billion streams on Spotify and their third album is scheduled for release next month. Thousands of people celebrated Pride in Dublin, the largest LGBTQIA plus community event in Ireland last Saturday. It seemed like the whole country was geared up to celebrate, despite its history as a bastion of conservative Catholicism. Several radio networks, including RTE Radio 1, RTE 2FM and Lyric, as well as independent stations, were marking the day with special programmes. The RTE News Channel said that this year's Pride marks the 40th anniversary since Dublin's first. It also marks 50 years since 
since the founding of Dublin's first sexual freedom campaign group, the Sexual Liberation Movement. Edmund Lynch, who helped found the SLM with Senator David Norris back in 1973, said that a lot had been achieved over the decades, but he added that there was a lot more to do. Glastonbury Festival took place last weekend. Perhaps the world's most respected independent music and performing arts festival, there was extensive coverage for those at home on BBC television, as well as on the festival's own community radio station, Worthy FM. It's worth noting that the Evis family have long been allies of the LGBTQIA plus communities, and there has been a queer dance tent space at the festival for the last 20 years or so. The support of Glastonbury for LGBTQIA people also makes explicit the related origins of the modern gay rights movement and the counterculture of the 60s and 70s from which the Glastonbury Festival emerged. Performing on the main pyramid stage on Saturday night was Lizzo, who is an advocate for black female empowerment, a strong ally of LGBTQIA plus people and an activist for body shape acceptance. Lizzo has also recently, according to GCN News, made a significant financial donation towards services for black trans women. France 24 Television said that many tens of thousands of people marched through Paris for their annual Pride Parade on Saturday. The theme of the march was that, although France has had marriage equality for 10 years, violence against all minority groups was still a problem from the country's problematic far right. There was a concerted effort to unite different groups in society in common cause for freedom and liberty, and carnival costumes from French African communities were showcased. The march was also highly ecological, with cargo bikes and other tuk-tuk to carry banners and speakers for music. In Dijon, some 2,500 people rallied, with a wide variety of groups represented, including some from anarchist groups who took direct action against what they see as police racism and homophobia. Several LGBTQIA people have featured on the cover of mainstream magazines this week, a welcome addition to visibility during Pride Month. Elton John was on the front of the Radio Times discussing his farewell tour. Jewish lesbian actress and activist Miriam Margulies is on the front cover of Vogue, whilst lesbian sportscaster Claire Balding graces the cover of Women and Home magazine. The UK Grassroots Reproductive Rights Network, Abortion Rights UK, has issued a statement on the first anniversary of the right-wing US Supreme Court striking down the 1973 Roe v. Wade ruling that allowed for abortion across the states. They said, In a single moment, the access to crucial healthcare services was snatched away from millions of women who have the ability to become pregnant. This serves as a stark reminder that we cannot afford to be complacent. As we reflect on this anniversary, it is imperative that we we recognise the important, uh, importance of protecting and guaranteeing abortion rights. We cannot allow ourselves to become indifferent or passive. It's disheartening to acknowledge that in England, a woman is currently imprisoned for undergoing an abortion past the legal time limitations, prescribed under outdated Victorian legislation. In light of these alarming circumstances, they said, it is vital that we remain steadfast and resolute in our commitment to defending reproductive rights. The Daily Mirror reports that former Bake Off star and lesbian television personality Sue Perkins has joined Joe Lysette in pulling out of the LGBT Awards in London, which were held last week, after lobbying by ecological campaign groups including Just Stop Oil. Left-leaning groups within the community backed their criticism of the awards, which were sponsored by Shell and BP. Gay BBC Radio 1 presenter Dean McCulloch took Sue's place in hosting the event. A statement 
statement from Fossil Free Pride, which worked with Just Stop Oil on an open letter, said, quote, We in the LGBTQ plus community must not allow the deadliest and most dangerous companies to use our existence to greenwash or rainbow wash their brands. A warning for people involved in the chemsex and party scenes where drugs are consumed now. Bristol Drugs Project and Bristol City Council have both warned, warned that there is a batch of potentially lethal heroin circulating in the city and sadly has been linked with several deaths by overdose. Lucy from Bristol Drugs Project has some useful, useful pointers for people who use street drugs to keep them safe and alive. One, try not to use alone if you can and if you have to, make arrangements for people to check in on you five minutes after if you can. Number two, don't use with other drugs that can affect your breathing, such as benzos and alcohol, as they increase the risk of overdose. Number three, go slow. Have a taste first. Consider smoking rather than injecting. Number four, ensure you have and carry naloxone on you. You could save someone's life. And number five, please call an ambulance if you think someone is overdosing. The police will not be called and you will not get in trouble. And finally, Pride is being celebrated by numerous companies, as we know, but a particular acknowledgement must go to independent, grassroots and not-for-profit organisations who are also marking the Pride season. Here in our home city of Bristol, dozens of charity shops are emblazoned with rainbows. One charity, the British Heart Foundation, has an online shop for supporters who live away from its many charity outlets. And within this, there is a Pride special shop selling rainbow-branded merchandise, cards and gifts. So, if you feel like improving your heart health of the country and making a splash of a rainbow statement, this is one place to go. For many, for many more news stories, do check out our website. We're at shoutoutradio.lgbt. And for Shout Out News, this has been Terry Starr. Shout Out News. National and international LGBT news for you. Shout Out. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Tago Del Fuego. I really like this version of it. I mean, it's, a, it's obviously been remixed, but. Uh, You've been just, tango. I, I've never seen Steph do a tango before. It's quite an interesting I, thing I, to see uh, in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> no, now, uh, I do have a little bit of bad news. Unfortunately, uh, Sing Out Bristol uh, are not joining us tonight. Um, I won't lie, we're not 100% sure. So, uh, if you but have... we've got a much better story. Have we? Okay. Yes. All oh, right. Okay. Got? I've got a story. Okay, we're going to d- just share Terry's experience of going around charity shops. <laughs> <laughs> and the, do you want to tell you the story? The the rugby shirt debacle. <laughs> <laughs> Went into Oxfam in a in a, a very different place to Bristol, and the sellout to the old lady, and I bought a uh, rugby shirt up to the. That's not ageist, is it? What the, you just said? No, lovely, lovely elderly lady okay. was serving in the just Oxfam shop, and I took the rugby shirt up to the uh, counter and I said has this been washed since the burly rugby player was last wearing it and she said of course it has and I said what a pity <laughs> I'd have paid twice as much <laughs> <laughs> missing a trick there Oxfam uh, uh, but yeah no apologies uh, sitting out aren't, aren't with us we're not, we're not 100% sure we haven't been able to get hold of them they, they, they were confirmed um, yeah. um, but um, if you are listening please let us know you're okay because uh, we're obviously yeah. a bit worried 
So um, moving on to politics, Rosie Duffield is at it again, proving she's a transphobe. Um, ITV were doing a piece on the cost of living crisis, right. and um, we're chatting to um, trans mother Mika. I won't give the full name. Um, and she said I'm sure this is lovely intelligent and decent human being this was an important piece this is not however a struggling mother inverted commas somebody else replied ITV News did a piece about the impact of soaring water bills on everyday mother so naturally they got a man to play the part so this is the stuff that's flying around when ITV News are trying to be fully inclusive yeah I wouldn't give them the time of day personally yeah. You know. Well, it's name and shame, I think. Mm. Yes, indeed. I'd Just don't vote for her. <laughs> yeah, but there are yeah, people out there who vote for it. And um, I, I see they've made the um, the, the Rwanda thing is um, um, not the, the courts have rejected it. Yeah. Saying, Did you see yeah. how much that's costing per person? No, how much is it costing? One hundred and sixty-nine thousand pounds to send per, them there per individual to process them get them on the plane send them back to Rwanda and, well, not back. and keep them <laughs> they didn't well, come from Rwanda no 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 <laughs> they're not coming from Rwanda no. they're, t- they're putting anybody yeah. into Rwanda yes. well, whereas apparently it costs 63000 to keep them in the UK yes <laughs> and they could work for a living because yeah. that's what they want to do yeah. exactly yeah. and yeah, we're, yeah. Sure, yeah. we're sure of labour no we are our population age group is top going to get top, really top heavy yeah <coughs> So we need work. It's ironic, isn't it? But I think, I mean, I think it's, you know, I don't, the government obviously has its own agenda, but also, you know, the the mad swivel-eyed newspapers like the Daily Mail and the Daily Telegraph are constantly banging on about, well, I mean, you know, in the Daily Mail, if your car doesn't start, then a trans woman did it, you know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. um, like or an immigrant, do you know what I mean? Yeah, See, yeah, it's, it's your turn. The there, there was a time when it was always the gays' fault. We were the ones that caused all the yeah. storms yeah. and all the droughts and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's trans. just a moral it's it's trans trans people, isn't it? So yeah. I have got a really nice story for you. Um, um, As part of Pride Month, um, London are adding five new rainbow plaques um, out and about the place. Interesting. Um, One of them, which really touched me, because it was a film I saw when I first came out that kind of really opened my eyes. Um, They're putting one where Beautiful Thing was um, filmed. If you haven't seen it, it was a 1996 Mm. uh, film it came out. It was all about uh, the coming out of two two teenage guys, boys yeah. um, on a um, council estate Thamesmead it's Thamesmead <coughs> yes. in south east London yeah yeah. Um, um, so they're putting up a, a plaque there and it's a wonderful based on the um, the Greenwich Tavern yes which I believe is still a gay pub is actually, it actually yeah is it yeah. oh no uh, the Gloucester wasn't it they it was the Gloucester it, it yeah. was the Gloucester beg your pardon the great big pink neon Bum yeah. outside, not the sheepers bum. Linda Henry, of course, has gone on to great things uh, yeah, in EastEnders, um, EastEnders hasn't she? And uh, yeah. I think Scott so they're putting, Neal was they're putting another one on the um, Black and Lesbian um, and Gay Centre in Peckham. Brilliant. Um, what other ones have they got? Oh, they're, they're doing one to mark um, uh, Section Twenty Eight in Haringey as well. Um, in 1986, uh, the council set up the lesbian and gay unit among the first of its kind in the UK. Uh, the Civic Centre became the site 
uh, of the battle for LGBT plus equality. So yeah, so yeah, there's lots, lots of it. So I'm, I'm pink news. I'm reading yeah. from. So they've also yeah. they're lovely plaques. I don't know if you ever seen the plaques. You, you know the blue plaques that you see. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're a bit like those, but they've got the the um, rainbow equality rainbow, rainbow around yeah. around the edge of them, which is lovely to see. Oh, that's so, nice. And so they've we also could do some in Bristol, really. Couldn't we they? could. Yeah. Um, they've also got a load of underground trains, above ground trains, buses, um, f- fire tenders, and police cars all. Ready got, for London yeah, Pride? They've they really gone. They? Yeah. So really I do keep passing our Pride bus here in Bristol. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was it you that was telling me this too? There's two. There's two. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have known know unless I saw them together. Time, yeah. And I thought, what? <laughs> yeah. So I, I wonder if Voyle will make all of theirs rainbow for the day as well. Well, so they, they, they that's quite change. a bit of paint, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they do it with the lights, don't they? Oh, do so, they? Yeah, when, are little lights? When um, we display. were doing the kind of like, um, you know, um, when the war in Ukraine broke out and we were all doing the blue and um, yellow, yellow, yellow. Um, they made all of the Voy lights go blue and yellow. Oh. So they can do it. So I'm just wondering. I'm, I, I haven't spoken to them. I have no idea they'll do it or not. If you are I bet if we give you some, a paintbrush and some rainbow paint and you go round one night and paint Rainbow all. paint? Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. rainbow paint? Well, a rainbow brush. <laughs> <laughs> rainbow brush. You've never heard of rainbow paint? It's like tartan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I will be wearing a rainbow kilt for Pride this year. Very nice. Yeah, which, um, Looking forward to seeing that. Yes. So, partly because it's going to be hot, I believe. So... Um, it's a bit bit too far away to know the weather. It's, mm, it's creeping it into view yeah. at the moment. Is it yeah. a kilt or is it a skirt? No, it's a kilt. Thank you. So you got your sporran ready? Yeah, I think got <laughs> sporran. That, that was a blank look. There. <laughs> it was. Yeah, sporran. Like, What's a sporran? I've, I've also got to be practical because we are broadcasting for the day. You know? I, 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 I have a, a tool spor- belt. I've instead. got a sporran you can <laughs> borrow. It's a made of a rainbow. Made of rainbow. No, it's, it's made of reindeer. Sorry, <laughs> Andy. The transmitter fits in your sporran, and the area will be coming out the other end. When we broadcast back to base. Okay. Oh dear. What I hope everyone's like? at dinner. <laughs> um, and in case you have missed it, the last few weeks we are broadcasting all day um, uh, from Bristol Pride. Uh, so yeah. we will be kicking yeah, it off um, with a show introducing it from 10 a.m. and then 11 a.m. All going well. I say that because we, we have tried a few years in the past and it's never quite pulled it off. But we think we've got the technology to um, be able to join. We've got Steph and Ayers on got, the march. This we've got year. rid of the BBC this <laughs> year. <laughs> <laughs> the BBC joined us with their tech last year and it was a disaster. So we're doing we it ourselves. Struggle. We did struggle. Yeah. But in yeah. all seriousness, you know, if you can't make pride, if you're Listen unwell, long, yeah. if you're at home for whatever reason, do yeah. join us yeah. and enjoy the spirit of pride, yes. whoever you are, wherever you're listening, across Bristol and Bath. You can listen on BCFM, Radio 93.2 FM, DAB, and online on our website, which is shoutoutradio.lgbt. And we're on Bath Community Radio as well, yeah. or Bath Science. Yeah. And the lovely Ollie will be joining us as well. The live. lovely Ollie from Bath Radio um, will be with us. And Pat Hart, he's coming with... Is he coming with Rod Rodsey? Rodsey. Coming with Rodsey yeah, from yeah. the Soul Show, Sunday um, Soul uh, Along with... Um, most of the shout out team not not all can join this year but uh, we'll be there so and it's really nice if even if you're there you can still listen on things like your phones and the like and of course uh, we'll be interviewing the apps off stage we'll also give you as much info as we can um, you know about getting up there and what the traffic's like and that kind of yeah. thing um, as we go throughout the day yeah. so um, people always say can we see you unfortunately it's quite difficult to see us because we're, we're, we're backstage because obviously when the acts can't start we're just walking through the 
the, the park. We are actually, if you look to the main stage, we're to the left. You'll see a big TV screen. Yeah. Um, and we're behind behind that with um, all, all the guys. And behind the t- trees. We're well, behind we, the trees, We were just yeah. talking about in visuals and how that DJs these days communicate on Twitch and things like that. So we, one year, we'd have to put it on Twitch and you can see us. Yeah. You can see us. Yes. Although oh. Andy has been asked to do computer generation on my face so I look like <laughs> Channing Tatum or else I'll put you off your dinner because <laughs> i got a face for radio. <laughs> and there I was. So. I was thinking I was just sat opposite Tatum and you've ruined it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's... An, Two and six, you owe me, Mr. Star. It is. I'm really looking forward to prize. It's really good, isn't it? I know it? you're going to lose your voice again by the time you get to the end. I, I have, that's, yes. That's I always lose my voice because it's right by the side of the stage. It's really loud, mm. you know. And although we've got microphones designed to pick it up, you still have to be a bit louder. And you do get to the end of the day, you know, my voice has gone. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all do. I, <clears> next <throat> day, I'm going to know this sounds crazy, <laughs> but I can hardly talk. I mean, Never. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> half a, half of the radio in Bristol shuts down for a week because Steph loses her voices. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I am looking forward to it. And uh, and like like they said, if you can't can't make it, still be part of it. Listen along, um, and um, and yeah. enjoy um, because we always bring some brilliant stuff, don't we? So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, one of our friends from Pride, Cheryl Baker, she is a friend of the show, I think. Don't you think, Steph? I would think, I think so. Yeah. She's uh, starting next week. She's going to be doing a lunchtime slot on an internet station. I think they're on DAB in certain areas called Great British Radio. So oh. if you like a bit of campery at lunchtime and The Baker from The Fizz on, that's what she's going to be doing. <laughs> she's given some great interviews to us. Yeah. So it's only fair and that we give her a plug. And we interviewed your daughter. We did just oh, yeah. the other week. A couple yeah. of shows back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Edinburgh Fringe. Hmm. Yeah. So, I wonder if we're going to have lots of confetti again this year at Pride. At oh, right at the end, do you oh, remember? Yeah, the big game. Yeah, the huge great cannons went off. <laughs> Made us all jump because we didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the fact we were stood next to one. Yeah. <laughs> we were very close. Yeah. We were very uh, close. Anyway, that's it for this week. As I said, one more week and, and a bit, because obviously we go out on Thursdays. Until Pride, remember, we'll be broadcasting live all day, so do join us. Yes. Come to the march, dance and party to celebrate live or enjoy it all on your radio box thingy. Uh, shout out radio.lgbt <laughs> is where it all starts. Uh, with us <laughs> next week is the lovely Susie Green um, and we'll be having our story so uh, from myself from Terry from Tara from uh, Steph say bye bye everyone bye 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 shout out LGBT radio for you